This episode of Weekly Weird News is sponsored by Honey and by Raycon. Opening greeting. Okay. So, uh, yeah, this Matt Gates thing, or uh, Gatesgate, as Matt Gates himself coined it weeks before the news first broke. Gatesgate will just not slow down. I, I prefer Pizza Gates, which is uh, this, the a redditor like three years ago got the domain name Pizza mm. Gates and was like, this will pay off someday. What did that redditor know and when did they know it? Uh, yeah, I mean, you might be right. Anyway, yeah, the Florida congressman's trouble, it just keeps on getting worse and weirder. And things are not looking good for his future, not just as a congressman, but also things aren't looking great for his life as a free man. And honestly, at this point, there's too much to recap if you need to be brought up to speed on all this. But basically, Matt Gates is accused of having sex with a teenage girl and violating sex trafficking laws by traveling with her over state lines. Or paying for her to travel over state lines yeah. or gifts for certain things or whatever. And uh, these allegations almost certainly stem from an old, seemingly former friend and colleague of Matt Gates from his time in Florida politics named Joel Greenberg, who is currently facing a litany of felony charges himself and... Uh, Probably flipped on his old buddy in exchange for not spending the rest of his life in prison. Yeah, two two important things to point out from the previous episodes. One was that they found out together that one of the girls was under 18 and then swore that they did not communicate her, with her until again her until birthday. she was 18, which is weird, obviously. And yeah. uh, and the other thing was that uh, the one of the original investigations or federal agents or whatever looking into this uh, Greenberg guy was the result of him pouring government money, taxpayer money, into Bitcoin mining. Yeah, and starting a fire. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Just two random weird things out of all of this uh, to yeah. point out. But the investigation, yeah, it, it seemingly stemmed from that Bitcoin mining rig. Uh, and then it just office. blew the lid off of so many crimes, so yeah. many different types of crimes. Yeah. This man just shameless. Flew, Flagrant. Flew too close to the sun yeah. with the Bitcoining. Uh, anyways, yeah, a whole mountain of evidence, including a literal written confession obtained from Joel Greenberg, uh, indicates that Gates and Greenberg basically used used to tag team prostitutes, yeah. uh, including at least one who was underage. And they paid them on Venmo using government funds without setting the Venmo post to private. Uh, what's interesting is that despite all the allegations and media attention and leaks from law enforcement sources, uh, the FBI hasn't yet confirmed or denied that Matt Gates is under investigation. Uh, and why would they? They're investigating him. Uh, I mean, if no you're reason... the FBI and you're sitting on a case that you've been working on for years, possibly, you probably get a little enjoyment about seeing the subject of your investigation sweating a little bit before you yeah. really spring it on it. And that's the thing is it's like this guy's a known figure. He's not going anywhere. Yeah. Uh, and they have no reason. It wouldn't affect the case one way or the other to confirm it or deny it. But yeah. that could soon change. Yeah, th this could get real. Yeah, after a week of reports that Joel Greenberg was coming up on a deadline to plead guilty to charges against him and officially cooperate with investigators, he has done just that uh, from NPR. A former Florida politician who is a key figure in the investigation into Representative Matt Gates will plead guilty to sex trafficking of a minor and other offenses and has agreed to cooperate with federal investigators. According to a copy of a plea agreement filed in federal court Friday, Joel Greenberg will plead guilty to six charges, producing a false identification document, identity theft, wire fraud, stalking, conspiracy, and sex trafficking of a minor. Greenberg, a former elected tax collector in Florida, is scheduled to appear in court Monday in Orlando, Florida, where he is expected to formally enter a plea of guilty. Court papers indicate he has agreed to cooperate fully with the Justice Department's investigation and prosecution of other individuals and testify in court if necessary. I'm going to sing like a fucking bird. 
you had gotten me that pardon, none of this would be happening. <laughs> uh, here's some more, though. Greenberg was first indicted last summer on two counts, and prosecutors have added more than 30 charges since then, including sex trafficking of a minor, fraud, and conspiracy. It was during the course of the investigation into Greenberg's activities that prosecutors are said to have turned up evidence that led them to scrutinize Gates as well. In court papers accompanying the plea agreement, Greenberg admits to paying women for, quote, commercial sex acts with him and other men who are not identified in the documents. Who could they be? The court papers say that between 2016 and 2018, Greenberg used his personal Venmo and American Express accounts, as well as his American Express work account, to make more than 150 payments for sex, totaling more than $70,000. He tried to hide those transactions by labeling them as school or food or ice cream, according ice to court cream. papers. Hey, at least he didn't write pizza. Or else the QAnon yeah. people would have... That would have been the final straw. Yeah. Now it's time to pay attention to this guy. Yeah. Uh, one of the individuals he paid uh, for sex with was a minor, the documents say. Greenberg had sex with the teenager at least seven times when she was underage. Jesus. He also introduced her to other men who paid for sex with her as well. Greenberg would often give her and others the drug ecstasy and sometimes would take it himself. That's a uh, yeah, total uh, dude that preys on younger women move is uh, giving away a lot more drugs than you personally take. It's it's uh, it's insane that he spent like like seventy thousand dollars. The blatant paper trail on like like government credit card, yeah, open Venmo, doing the drugs. The like pro uh, probably in the court case is going to come out that he's like, I mean, I got a lot of uh, flight credits on that Amex, so we just use those to traffic yeah, the women. You know, it's uh, it pays for itself. <laughs> the sex trafficking it pays for itself. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, you know. We don't know who those other men were there, but if I was one of those other men, I'd probably be a little worried right now. And not taking a nationwide tour with... Uh, Marjorie Taylor. Yeah, Jones. yeah. Uh, yeah, and on top of all that, the, the feds apparently have another key witness that they're supposedly close to securing. One of Matt Gates' ex-girlfriends, who he apparently got a Capitol Hill internship for after meeting her through Joel Greenberg, who himself met her on the Sugar Daddy website Seeking Arrangement. Uh, this former girlfriend is also apparently the woman featured in the cell phone video that Matt Gates allegedly shared with his colleagues on the House floor, which featured her hula hooping naked. Um, a report from Politico from last month indicated that this unnamed ex believed that a recent phone call that she received from Gates's alleged underage victim was an attempt to record her incriminating herself. It's a lot. Try and keep up. But yeah. uh, anyway, from that Politico article... The three women on the call were all present on a September 2018 trip to the Bahamas that authorities think may shed light on the allegations against Gates. Also present on that trip, Gates and two other Florida Republican political players, former Orlando Aviation Authority member and Governor Ron DeSantis fundraiser Jason Perizzolo, and former state rep Halsley Bashirs. Politico is withholding the names of the women who went to the Bahamas, including his ex-girlfriend, because of the sensitive nature of the case and the allegations that while there, some of the women engaged in prostitution. As the investigation intensified this winter, Bashir's abruptly resigned in January as Florida Department of Business and Professional Regulation Secretary, a post that made him the state's top business regulator, noting he had contracted COVID-19. About that time, federal authorities seized the iPhones of Gates and his former girlfriend. Federal authorities are examining the Bahamas trip to see if it violated the Mann Act, which forbids transporting people across state lines to engage in prostitution. One woman on the trip told Politico that no one engaged in prostitution. Yeah, we didn't do that. No. We didn't. What? No. It was gifts and favors no. and everything else. But uh, just, just a couple of young gals and a couple of politicians going on a little trip down to the Bahamas. Nothing sexual. Also, uh, I, I'm assuming since it's talked about in this way that the 
the uh, guy survived the COVID, but for some reason did not go back to his. Yeah, uh, it's weird. Uh, very lucrative government job. I feel like most people, when they get COVID, they don't immediately quit their government job. Mm-hmm. But maybe it was a real bad case of COVID. Yeah. The kind that puts you in Oh, I got jail. the long COVID. <laughs> I can't work. Long COVID. Uh, here's more from that article. Gates and the ex-girlfriend continued to date until well after the Bahamas trip in 2018. Friends said the two remained on good terms, although she was a source of friction between the lawmaker and Bashir's. Bashir's had apparently been taking her out on dates in Tallahassee, including a trip to the Florida State University President's Skybox at Dope Campbell Stadium, mutual friends say. At the time, Bashir's had recently been left by another girlfriend after she learned about the Bahamas trip. Bashir's, then a state legislator, had flown several of the women on his private plane, which was briefly detained by U.S. Customs upon its return to Florida for questioning about the ages of several of the young women on the trip. Here was Halsey with three young women who could have been his daughters, and a customs agent was like, whoa, what's going on here, said a source who was familiar with the incident. Speaking to the partying group and the drama surrounding them, a different mutual friend said, Tallahassee is like high school, but no one ever graduates. Uh, yeah, in other articles, it talked about how they pretty much would use FSU as like a recruitment ground for girls who wanted to party with them. There's uh, got to be so many more stories about this then. The, literally, unless they changed it from when I lived in Florida, the state capitol looks like a dick and balls. So this all makes sense. Have yeah. you seen a picture of it? No. I'll show you after we film this. Maybe you can add it in here yeah, okay. if it still looks the same. But I distinctly remember going to like punk shows up there and everyone being like, look, it's the giant dick and balls. It's the state capitol. I mean, the panhandle is kind of the gooch or the balls of Florida. Eh, depends on how you look the, at it, I guess. The keys are the cum of Florida. <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. Miami is the tip. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks like a wang. You get it. Yeah, Florida, it's a dick-shaped state. So that ex-girlfriend is apparently pretty close to cooperating with investigators. But on top of all that crazy shit we just went over, the biggest bombshell report on Matt Gates this week came from the Daily Beast on Saturday. The headline, Representative Matt Gates snorted cocaine with escort who had no-show government job. <laughs> Woo! Let's go! Fucking party! I know I know. we've already done a ton of reading today, but this article is just... It's so chock-full of insanity that we have to do a little bit more reading. Uh, here you go. When Representative Matt Gates attended a 2019 GOP fundraiser in Orlando, his date that night was someone he knew well. A paid escort and amateur Instagram model who led a cocaine-fueled party after the event, according to two witnesses. The Florida congressman's one-time wingman, Joel Greenberg, will identify that escort to investigators as one of more than 15 young women Gates paid for sex, according to a source familiar with the investigation. But what distinguishes this woman, Megan Zalonka, is that she turned her relationship with Greenberg into a taxpayer-funded no-show job that earned her an estimated $7,000 to $17,500, according to three sources and corresponding government records obtained by the Daily Beast. On October 26, 2019, Gates attended the Trump Defender Gala fundraiser as the featured speaker at the Westgate Lake Resort in Orlando. Two witnesses present recalled friends reconvening at Gates' hotel room for an after-party, where Zalanka prepared lines of cocaine on the bathroom counter. One of those witnesses distinctly remembers Zalanka pulling the drugs out of her makeup bag, rolling a bill of cash, and joining Gates in snorting the cocaine. While the Daily Beast could not confirm that Gates and Zalanka had sex that night, two sources said the pair had an ongoing financial relationship in exchange for sex. Quote, she was just one of the many pieces of arm candy he had, said one source familiar with the encounters between Gates and Zalanka. Can you imagine doing cocaine with Matt Gates? It sounds like a fucking nightmare. I... Yeah. Uh, so yeah. First of all, like, dude, Ugh. look, you're, you come from a very wealthy, 
well-off, important yeah, people, family. A lot of people don't realize Matt Gates's family is sort of like Florida state-level political royalty. So, like, dude, just you don't have to be a public figure. You can party your entire life away if you want to. But the problem is, is that he very clearly wants power yes. and not just the partying aspect of it. And that's where you get fucked up. You want to go party? Fine. Yeah. You want to help fucking make the very, very important decisions for local, state, and nationwide government, then, look, you got to cut that shit out. It's not the fucking 50s anymore. Yeah, choose one or the other, I guess. But the problem is is that he had both options. He did. He he came from a wealthy family, of an important family, that could get him out of pretty much every problem that they wanted to. At the state level. (laughs) Uh, Unless you did some really fucked up shit. Yeah, he left the kingdom. He, uh... He got so used to just, uh, you know, having free reign over Florida that I, I guess it didn't occur to him that the, the same shit that daddy used to get him out of back in Florida may not, might not fly at the federal level. And yeah, I, I, this is like all anecdotal, but I've, I've read a lot of anecdotes on like Reddit and shit and people are like, just like, yeah, in college, like he'd get in trouble at bars. Like he'd get in there's, fights there's stories and like his all family would place. clean it up for him. He was just like a fucking shithead. And mess. people knew him there and bouncers would be like... Look, this guy's trying to start a fight with you. Don't start a fight with him. You're going to be the one going to jail. He's going to get off scot-free. Yeah. You're going to be even more angry. Yeah. Like, shit like that is the stories that surround this guy online. Because he's not that old. People who went to fucking college and shit yeah. with him are very online. So it's yeah. like, those stories are out there. Yeah. And he, I mean, and like I said, I mean, like, cocaine makes your ego, your your sense of self-importance increase. Mm-hmm. And if you're already at Matt Gates' level of ego. There's no like, coming that's, back. That's... Too much. It's too much. A man does not need cocaine. No, no. Anyway, more from that article. Zalaka, who is an amateur fashion model and the communications director for the American Medical Marijuana Physicians Association, received $4,000 on Venmo from Greenberg during his first year in office in 2017, mostly in $500 installments. And Greenberg, who is married, listed various explanations for why he paid Zalaka. In the memo fields of his Venmo payments, he paid her $500 for stuff, Another $500 for horror stuff. I think he meant other stuff. And $1,000 for pool. On a single day in November, he paid her $500 for food and another $500 for appetizers. He gets this close to saying pizza, but he doesn't do it. Yeah. He's, he's yeah. Yeah. He probably thought about it and he's like, oh, no, that's that'll be the dead giveaway. <laughs> no one will ever guess. Don't want to be too obvious. Yeah. So, yeah, it looks like it's, Venmo. It's just a, it's a shame you the, all your Venmo transactions are public and there's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> it's a shame that I have to keep coming up with new excuses for everyone who checks my Venmo. Like, the funniest thing about this, too, is that, like, it, he was literally wrapped up in uh, Bitcoining operations, which is... Just use your cryptocurrency. <laughs> That's what it was originally made for. Yeah, it was... You, <laughs> it's literally... It's money designed for crimes. What are you doing? Why are you using fucking Venmo? God but yeah, it. it looks like the Venmo payment memos were already uh, known about, like, uh, that we already knew about. Like, school and tuition were just the tip of the iceberg. Yeah, uh, here's some good ones. Here's some more about those memos. Zalanka also features prominently in a tranche of Greenberg's Venmo transactions, which include his payments to more than 40 women. Those women received hundreds of dollars at a time for memo items such as salad, lemons, and ass. We're eating ass tonight, boys. According to financial records. <laughs> the Daily Beast spoke to 12 of those women who all said the payments were at least in part because Greenberg intended to have sex with them. Oh, the ass one wasn't uh, uh, enough? He bought a donkey from my donkey farm. Mm-hmm. We sell donkeys, which as you know, 
commonly referred to uh, as I ass. clearly put that on there because I got a little too drunk and made an ass of myself. Yeah, and so I was apo- I spilled their drinks, yeah. and so I was apologizing. Yeah. Now, now we're giving him too, too many ideas. I, I mean, I don't think he's going to cha- have a chance to try any, no, any ideas anyone gives him. The man is literally singing right now to authority. Yeah, and he's singing like he's probably still going to spend at least 10 years in prison. Yeah, he's trying to get the other he, 10 knocked yeah, off. Yeah, he's, well, he's trying to, I think he would have gotten life. Not that, not that I would agree with that, but I think he was looking at uh, possibly life with the chance of parole for all the crimes he's facing here. It's just so many fucking things. But it's the most corrupt state. There's no way he gets life. But this is federal, not oh, state Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, anyways, we're not going to read the entire section about Megan Zlanka's no-show government job. But basically, in 2017, she created a fake company that received a county contract and monthly $3,500 government payments via Joel Greenberg for doing literally nothing. It was like, oh, you know... You know social media, make some posts for us. It was something like that. But she didn't even do that. Yeah. Unlike your typical political corruption, though, this apparently didn't fly under the radar at all, and the payments were flagged multiple times by Greenberg's colleagues. Uh, With the amount of crimes that Joel Greenberg is accused of and his complete lack of skillfulness in committing them, you'd almost think he was trying to go to do some go-to-prison speedrun or something, just like... Very close to the sun, he flew. Yeah, or he got a couple crimes in. He's like, all right, I'm already going to prison for life. Let's fucking get buck wild with it. I mean, there is like, I, yeah, I, I, I feel like with guys like Jacob Wool as well, who we'll get to, but like they, pe- some people, when they get away with a handful of things, they just think they're invincible after that. Yeah. Like maybe. they're just incapable of understanding consequences because they, up till now, they haven't had to deal with them. Uh, anyways, let's get to the juice. Mm. Uh, the part of the article that goes into more detail about the Matt Gates cocaine and hookers party. Three young women paid by Greenberg, who spoke to the Daily Beast under condition of anonymity, placed Zalanka in the room during a 2018 encounter at the Duval Hotel in Tallahassee. One of the women, all of them 19-year-old students attending nearby Florida State University yep. at the time, said Greenberg and a number of well-connected Republican men bought them drinks at the hotel bar, knowing how old the students were, then led them to a room furnished with a huge pile of coke. The men wanted to have sex with the teens and implied that Zalanka, who was in the room, would join in, one of the women recalled. When the teens refused, Greenberg, Zalanka, and another man went into a connected room to have sex, according to one of the former students, and screenshots of a conversation between the three women reviewed by the Daily Beast. That is a male-male-female threesome. That is a the old Eiffel Tower. The spit roast. Matt Gates. Damn, son. Yeah. Hey, it's not gay if it's in a three-way. That's true. And, uh, you know, you know that that rule and that rhyme went through his head. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Matt Gates. Totally... No, we swear. She's going to join in. We're all going to have fun, right? No, you don't want to? Well, we're going to do it anyway. We're going to do it anyway. But well, I'm just saying, the more of you join us, the less gay it is. The less gay, <laughs> but it's not gay if it's in a three-way. Yeah. This guy totally, uh, based on absolutely nothing, I feel like Matt Gates 10, 15 years ago quoted, like, Anchorman and stepbrothers all the time. Seems like yeah, probably. Kind of like, Woo! Catalina wine mixer! Yeah. I, I, I have a feeling. I don't even know. Like, he seems like a person who wouldn't enjoy movies at all and probably saw any kind of, like, entertainment as a waste of time because he could create his own entertainment through jello shots Possib- and cocaine. Possibly, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, the article mentioned earlier, uh, briefly, it, that uh, Megan Zalanka, she works for an association that promotes cannabis legalization and medical cannabis, which is Interesting. Because um, Matt Gates is apparently very close with several members of that association and just like the sort of that movement in general in mm-hmm. Florida. But that with that association in particular, he's close with uh, a lot of these people, including one of the dudes who was on the trip to the Bahamas from earlier, 
with uh, allegedly the prostitutes and the private plane and all that. And uh, well, they have the hookup with the weed. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, the authorities are supposedly looking into whether Gates ever illegally accepted gifts or sexual favors from prostitutes in exchange for his legislative support for medical marijuana. Because he has he that's like one of his only good uh, platforms is he's, yeah. he's pro marijuana. But they're like, OK, is he pro marijuana because he fucked all these people and they they all sucked his dick. And is that why? I don't know. But if if, if they can prove that relationship was nefarious in some way, that's just more fucking crimes on top of it. The, yeah. the shit keeps piling up and it's seeming more and more like the reason that it's taking so long for the FBI to issue indictments is that just a ton of people in Florida politics are wrapped up in it. Yeah. I mean, uh, this was literally at least on one occasion or two occasions, GOP fundraising after parties. Yeah. Yeah. And indirectly raising funds that went to cocaine and hookers. Eventually. <laughs> Publicly. I mean, a, little, a little bit for Trump. A little bit for me. Uh-huh. Yeah. It feels like a bomb is going to drop any day now. I mean, the, the Joel Greenberg thing, he, he, it's on, he put pen to paper, he signed it, but the, I guess they're going to have a press conference sometime this week about it. Uh, yeah, the bomb's going to drop, and when it does, probably going to be fucking nuclear. Yeah, uh, you would assume. Yeah. So... Stand by. Yeah, uh, but speaking of the Matt Gates situation, two people who have been trying and failing to capitalize on the kind of political scandal that they could previously only imagine are, of course, Jacob Wall and Jack Berkman. After years of repeatedly holding press conferences where they made baseless, lurid ac- accusations about various politicians, which were all immediately debunked due to their complete incompetence as liars, Wall and Berkman have been trying their damnedest to ride the Matt Gates scandal's coattails. And they've also been failing miserably. Yeah, just no one cares anymore. Mm. So a few days ago, they held their first Project 1599 press conference in a very long time. I think over a year. And they claim to have some big dirt on Matt Gates and Rudy Giuliani. You'll never believe what happened. He went to a hotel room with a young journalist and almost pulled his dick we out. We got it on film. <laughs> it says Project Veritas. Let me just corner. open up my Amazon account. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's honestly pathetic how far these guys have fallen. I mean, two and a half years ago, Wollen Berkman's press conference accusing Robert Mueller of rape, that one filled an entire conference room. There was journalists from every major outlet. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think anyone really expected any. I, mean, I don't know. I think I think people were a bit credulous at that time. They're like, I don't know. what. Maybe, maybe they, got they got something. But uh, yeah, that was like big news. And uh, now, as you can see, I mean, their credibility is completely non-existent. This latest presser appears to have been done in front of an almost completely empty room aside from two people, news to chairs Ford Fisher and Salon Zach Patrizio. And these are the only two journalists left who are willing to cover Wolf Berkman bullshit. Not they, even Will Sommer. They both, yeah, Will Sommer, uh, he's, in, he's in the QAnon documentary now. He's, he's big time. Yeah, he has a book about QAnon coming out, I believe. I'm very excited to read it. But yeah, yeah uh, these two guys, uh, Ford Fisher and Zach Patrizio, are the only two journalists left in America willing to like, cover Jacob Wool news. Zach Patrizio and they just on, shit on him on this time. beat and on the Mike Lindell beat. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for your service, Thank Zach Thank you Patrizio. for your service, Zach. Uh, so what's that you're asking? Why wasn't this press conference at Jack Berkman's house like it always is? Yeah. Well, uh, when asked, Jack Berkman told Patrizio, safety reasons, you know, just safety reasons. We don't want our friends with the banjo. Man, we don't want our crazy friends with music. All right. Sounds like he's referring to the fact that those press conferences were increasingly attended by a mob of people who just showed up to loudly make fun of him, which Berkman's neighbors did not enjoy at all. 
As you'll recall, they started having press conferences at Berkman's house after getting banned from local hotels, but they somehow conned this hotel into hosting them because enough time had passed. Yeah. And, you know, America's back, but there's, we're not at full capacity America travel yet. America is back. So people well, are willing to spend money <laughs> at the hotel. Berkman are having hotel press conferences yeah. again. Damn. But, uh, yeah, since this press conference, they have also banned <laughs> Permanently. Yeah. Um, yeah, from Salon. A manager of the Hyatt-centric property said that the venue's operating team had no knowledge of Wollen Berkman's extensive past history of scams and schemes, and that the two right-wing operatives had told hotel staff they planned to hold a book signing, not a press conference. Quote, I'm upset they lied to me, the manager told Salon. The manager said that Berkman, quote, got into my face and demanded to rent a room (laughs) during a personal visit to the hotel several days earlier. It's a book signing! Give me a fucking room! Well, sir, it's just a book signing. You can have the room. Give me the room. I need the room now. Well, why are you so aggressive? Uh, according to the hotel employee, Berkman brought a bundle of cash with him and asked the manager to take it on the spot as payment for a conference. Imagine how confusing that must have been. Just a briefcase full of cash. No, no credit cards. Untraceable. And, and you didn't think that this was all at all suspicious? I mean, cash is king. Uh, that That's what I'm saying. It's a perfect time for them to utilize a hotel when, you know, demand isn't yeah. really there and they need the money. We lost a lot of money this last year. Yeah, we'll take your briefcase full of cash. Sure. Whoever the fuck you are. Asked why he and Wall had lied to hotel staff about holding a book signing, Berkman told Salon, I never lie. I only tell the truth. <laughs> Before describing himself as a beacon for the truth. Bergman and Wall currently face felony charges in several states for a robocall scheme apparently designed to discourage voting by mail and depress voter turnout in black neighborhoods during the 2020 election. During the roughly 50-minute press conference, Wall and Berkman claimed to have damaging material on both Giuliani and Gates, but their muddy allegations could be interpreted as an effort to draw attention away from credible reporting on allegations of sexual misconduct stemming from Gates' interaction with numerous women, some of them purportedly underage at the time. Quote, This is a sad day. It's not the kind of thing we like to do, Berkman said in his opening <laughs> remarks. Given the number of times he and Wall have held similar events, that claim seems implausible. Yeah. They love doing it. Did he have a zipper down this time? No. Oh, okay. No. He uh, he wakes up every day. and he's just, I bet I bet he's so trauma. Actually, no. He got he, it sewed up. He has no shame. He, yeah, he probably just got it sewed up. Mm-hmm. Anyways, yeah. So the actual substance of the press conference or lack thereof is not even worth getting into. I mean, I'll, I'll leave the link to uh, Ford Fisher's video of it if you really want to watch it. It's, it's there's not much. It's not it. as entertaining as it used to be. It's, People dressed up and and doing crazy shit. It's more entertaining because most of the video is just Zach Patrizio shouting questions at them and them doing a really bad job answering them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you've seen one Wolf Berkman press conference, you, you've kind of seen them all. You've already seen point. the best. Yeah. I mean, they, they provided a witness who is almost certainly just a friend of theirs or someone they hired on Craigslist. And the only real evidence, evidence, was a blurry photo of Rudy Giuliani sitting in a hotel lobby with some women. Okay. Okay. Uh, you would think they might try a little bit harder to make a, a comeback at this point. Maybe something like that press conference with the fake Marine who claimed to be in a BDSM relationship with Elizabeth Warren. Mm-hmm. That one was a banger. But no, it's just this low effort bullshit. But uh, then again, I mean, these guys, they've got bigger things to worry about yeah. right now. Uh, like all those crimes they're you know, accused of, they, they've, all those crimes they've been charged with and will, you Jacob know. Jacob Wall just doesn't have the heart facing. for the erotica anymore. <laughs> He's, no, his he heart's doesn't. not in it anymore. He can't, he can't get, up, get it up for political smear jobs anymore. Yeah. He reached his limit. Doesn't turn them on anymore. Speaking of conservative Republican liars, here's the kind of story we love on this show. A young dude not even done with college posing as a professional with an advanced degree to scam people out of money. 
Now, the gold standard is, of course, Malachi Love Robinson, the Florida teen doctor. But this latest, latest example is John Lambert, the founder of Students for Trump, who was just sentenced to 13 months in prison for pretending to be a lawyer and ripping off his clients. Now, this kid was literally going on the news and appearing at political rallies as the face of the Republican youth vote while simultaneously running a totally fake law firm, scamming people for tens of thousands of dollars online. From the New York Daily News, John Lambert, 25, pretended to be Eric Pope of the Manhattan-based firm Pope and Dunn. He falsely claimed to be a graduate of NYU Law School with a finance degree from the University of Pennsylvania and 15 years of experience in corporate and patent law. Okay. Look at this kid. This kid looks like he's fucking 18. I worked like, at my dad's law office. Do, make your lies convincing and say you've been working for like three years, four years. Like, don't pretend you're 45. The babyface scammer from Tennessee admitted to running the racket from 2016 to 2018, which targeted people who had little or no experience seeking legal advice. Victims sought Lambert's help through the freelancing website Upwork. He earned at least $46,654 through the legal advice he was totally unqualified to give. Judge Valerie Caproni called Lambert a cold-blooded fraudster who cared not a whit about the victims of his fraud. She noted that one victim had expected Lambert, posing as a lawyer, to help with a credit problem. Quote, Mr. Lambert took his money and did nothing, Caproni said. Mr. Lambert did not even have the common decency to make up an excuse and tell the victim to hire another attorney. Wow. If you're going to scam, at least put some effort into it. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Yeah. Uh, look, we've got plenty of more weird news for you, but before we get into the headlines part of this show, this episode is sponsored by Honey. Hey, we all shop online. We've all seen that promo code field taunting us at checkout. But thanks to Honey, manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past. Honey is the free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best ones that it finds to your cart. Honey supports over 30,000 stores online, ranging from sites that have tech and gaming products to popular fashion brands and even food delivery. Here's how it works. Imagine you're shopping on one of your favorite sites. When you check out, the Honey button drops down and all you have to do is click Apply Coupons. Wait a few seconds as Honey searches for coupons it can find for that site. And if Honey finds a working coupon, you'll watch the prices drop. I uh, just had to book a rental car for my trip to go see my parents. Oh. And uh, I got 5% off thanks to Honey. Thank so you, Honey. 5% is 5%. That's money. Yeah, and those car rental costs. They add up. They add up. Mm -hmm. Honey has found it's over 17 million members, over $2 billion in savings. If you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out on free savings. It's literally free and installs in a few seconds. And by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting this show. We would never recommend something that we don't use, and we use Honey a lot. So get Honey for free at joinhoney.com weird. That is joinhoney.com weird. This episode is also sponsored by Raycon. Welcome back, Raycon. Not sure about uh, you guys, but we are ready to get back out this summer, start doing stuff again, going to the beach, going on trips. Just generally leaving the house. Yeah. Uh, whether it's for work or play, you've, you're probably going to be on the move this summer as well, uh, hopefully. Uh, so here's some advice. Take your Raycons with you. A pair of Raycon wireless earbuds in your ears can make all the difference, whether you're listening to podcasts or jamming out to your favorite tunes. With Raycon, you get crisp, powerful beats at half the price of other premium audio brands. Raycons look great and feel even better. They come in a range of cool colors and with customizable gel tips included for a comfortable in-ear fit. And Raycons are built to go wherever you go with quick and seamless Bluetooth pairing and a compact charging case. We love them for working out, going on walks and hikes. Even I put them on for trips to the grocery store sometimes. It's great if you just want to ignore people too. It, yeah. Yeah. yeah, just anytime I'm out of the house and uh, alone, basically, mm -hmm. I pop these guys in. And listen up, because Raycon is offering 15% off all their products for our viewers. Here's what you got to do. You got to go to buyraycon.com slash weeklyweird. There, you'll get 15% off your entire Raycon order. And it is such a good deal, 
you'll want to grab a pair and a spare. That is 15% off at buyraycon.com slash weeklyweird. Buyraycon.com slash weeklyweird. Links are down in the description. Now, time for headlines, starting with some more political bullshit. Chick-fil-A sauce shortage blamed on Joe Biden's America. They better they, go down to Chick-fil-A and get you some sauce before it runs out. Put, get, bring your buckets. It's, this is, it, it's thanks Obama all over again. Yeah. It is. Biden's America. I would just, I would love to see the image of a woman pumping Chick-fil-A sauce into a bucket and then loading it into her trunk. And I looked into this. The sauce limits are pretty reasonable. It's like one, two? It's one sauce packet per entree, two per meal. And if you get the big 30-piece uh, nuggets, you get three sauce packets. The problem is with Chick-fil-A is they don't count the fries as a dippable resource. Well, no. If you get a meal, yeah, that's two sauce packets. Oh, okay. Well, are... every time I go, I'm like, give, give me like 10 of the buffalo sauce. I mean, yeah, they're great sauces. I mean... Me, I I'm a know. buffalo sauce guy. I, get, I load up a single waffle fry. That's the problem, too. Waffle fries are a great base for holding of, liquid. They have a lot of surface uh, area. <laughs> yeah. It's actually a brilliant design. So you can take the whole buffalo packet and just put it in with one. Yeah. It's never enough. I'm not sure what this has to do with Joe Biden. I guess it's like supply chain issues, but also, I'm, I'm he, sure Biden's responsible. He wants to he wants to take away my sauce. Well, the problem is, is that uh, S. Truett Cathy got hacked and it was a ransomware thing. So they had to shut down the Chick-fil-A sauce, Chick sauce pipeline. pipeline. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and then luckily there were some very friendly cows nearby that went over and yeah. they stood up on their hind legs and they turned it back on. Eat more chicken. And they said, eat more chicken. Uh Anyways, uh, this sounds like a Chick-fil-A problem, not a Joe Biden problem, no, but uh, who knows? Joe Biden's fault. And, and, he, and it's Obama's fault. The, we have a new health initiative in this country. I'm Joe Biden, and I'm going to need Chick-fil-A to do away with their deliciously addictive sauce because people are eating it too much, Yeah, and it's not part of my food period. I promise that as president, all Chick-fil-A meals will be dry. Yeah. And we're going to close them on Saturdays, too. Yeah. yeah. No weekends. Woman trespasses Miami High School and poses as student to gain Instagram followers, police say. Yeah, she was like apparently like going around handing flyers out yeah, with her Instagram information. And on. and I believe she was carrying a skateboard, which is Hello fellow kids. Literally the hello fellow kids meme. But yeah, she uh seems predatory. It well, yeah. I mean, schools I haven't been to a high school in however long it's been since I was in high school, but it's, you know, it's different today than it was back then. Uh, most high schools, they don't just let anyone just walk onto campus. There is yeah. uh, very, there's a process with security. So this woman managed to sneak past security. And yeah, she's just like, oh, hey, guys. You guys on Instagram like me? Anyway, check out my Instagram. Passing out flyers. A totally normal thing to do. I mean, I don't know. I'm not in high school, but it sounds like a pretty abnormal thing to be approached by someone being like... It's real Like, weird. even if they were your classmate, like, handing out uh, flyers. Okay. <laughs> flyers with their... Like, look, we go to class today all or, uh, together all the time. Just tell me your Instagram. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, um, she... The security was like, hey, I don't know. She, she ran away, but police tracked her down because the flyers had her Instagram on. Yeah, it. obviously. So the police were just like... Oh, okay. Well, it, beep, bop, boop. And they were like, why are you doing this? And she's like, well, what am I without the adoration of students? The funny, the most fucked up part is actually this woman was a cop for several years. Yeah. She got fired for doing some like weird revenge porn thing on mm -hmm. another officer. But uh, yeah. Did she have her OnlyFans link on the uh, the pamphlet as well? Uh, not that I know of, but maybe with her legal costs. She had her link tree there. It had all the... Yeah, link tree. Yeah, yeah. 
Local superhero Shadow Vision vows to take down the Little Rock Slasher. Uh, I'm going to work backwards here. Is the Little Rock Slasher an actual criminal on the loose? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, someone's running around Little Rock just randomly knifing people to death. That sucks. Yeah, but yeah, this... this uh, we I love the local superheroes because... I will be the one to fight it. None of them... None of them have really any proof that they've done anything. I mean, I, I guess the guys in Seattle, they break up bar fights. <laughs> like, that's not it. This guy... Literally just decked out in paintball gear with, like, a bunch of katanas just walking around Little Rock being like... Maybe it's him! He has the knife. I know. <laughs> oh, man, the Little Rock Slash is going to be real sorry when he runs into me. This guy, Shadow Vision, doesn't even have a car. He's, like, trying to raise a GoFundMe to get a car. So he just walks around on foot. He's like, oh, uh, yeah, my first car, uh, it got shot up when I was fighting with criminals. Uh, they shot it up, so I have no more car. Yeah. Also, he's... I mean, no one knows his identity, but supposedly he has a Scot- thick Scottish accent. Because he's from Scotland. So I feel like that would be pretty easy to narrow down. Yeah. Like in Scot- Little Rock? Scottish people in Little Rock, Arkansas. Oh, you mean, uh, uh, you know, the, the sub-community of uh, Little Scotland over there in Little Rock? Like, that's... It, it'd be so funny if just, like, you know, if Superman had a Scottish accent and, like, they're like Clark Kent also had a Scottish accent. <laughs> he's right there. Wow, Clark. I don't know. You and Superman have similar voices. Maybe they should investigate Shadow Vision. Yeah, I don't know. He also, he claims to have taken down multiple serial killers previously, and they're like, wait, what? It's Prove so it. weird. As soon He's as like, I announce that I'm after them, they stop killing. It's like, yeah, they, you wouldn't have heard about it because I dealt with it, uh, you know, off the book. By stopping, by <laughs> by me stopping the crimes. Wait, are you admitting to, like, some Dexter shit? <laughs> Sorry, gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> Poof! And it's like, it doesn't go off. It just walks <laughs> yeah. away to his used car that he got from GoFundMe. Anyway, best of luck, Shadow Vision. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Blood drips on sleeping woman's face from ceiling caused by rotting body on floor above. So fucking gross. It's not in the headline, but to, to make this even grosser, this is like something out of a fucking horror movie. So, yeah, her neighbor above died of natural causes and the fluids. It's not blood. It's literally just the body. De- the, fluids, the fluids came through the floor. High meat. But it's not even that they was dripping from the ceiling. The body happened to be right above where her ceiling fan in her bedroom is. And the blood... Uh, Sprayed around with well, the, the ceiling fan? The blood got on the fan. It was dripping onto the fan. And she, like, you know, one day she just got up, turned on the fan, and just... It whipped just all of the fucking... All the gunk. Just everywhere. Ugh. Cover. It, it's like the scene in Train Spotting where uh, he shits the bed, and then the mom shakes out the sheet, and there's just doo-doo everywhere. Speaking of Instagram, but, uh, they need to call the crime scene cleaner. They already did. Yeah. They're specialists for this stuff. Yeah, their Instagram is horrific and fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good. I mean, you're going to wish, you're going to want. There are professionals. You're going to be glad there are professionals yeah, when yeah. you need them. Someone's yeah. got to do this job. Vlad the Vaccinator. Dracula's castle lures visitors with COVID-19 jabs. I love this. Is it the guy that we met that plays Vlad? Is he there doing a whole thing? Come on, everybody! I, <laughs> I will give you your vaccination. Uh, we we went to Braun Castle yeah. in Transylvania many years ago. It's really uh, it's a fucking tourist trap. It uh, is. Vlad the Impaler like visited there once for a week. They stayed for and a while. Now it's it's Dracula's castle. Well, it's Dracula's castle because it was the only castle in the region that somewhat resembled the uh, yeah. castle from Bram Stoker's Dracula, yeah. which Bram Stoker had never even visited there. He just thought that Transylvania was a cool-sounding name. Yeah, he he read just like a blurb about uh, Vlad the Impaler and 
Transylvania is just like oh, that's, that's, uh, that works. Yeah, it was like it was a writing prompt. He didn't really. Yeah, and the people <laughs> of Romania kind of like stitched it together to turn it yeah. into a tourist trap. Everywhere it's you go, it's cool. Then. They have like a bunch of torture devices there to be like, yeah, I mean, look, here's some crazy shit. Yeah, I and mean, they had the guy that did that dressed up as Vlad, and yeah, he was the, awesome. The Vlad impersonator is great. I hope I hope he's the one giving out the jabs, even though he's like, I will give you the jab. Well, no, I'm not a registered nurse, but here in Romania, it's all volunteer. Romania runs on Dracula. It is a sinister looking castle. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. Yeah, I, it, I just think it's funny because like, I mean, I get I get why Romania. Leans so heavily on the Dracula thing, but it's also it's a beautiful country. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Once you get out of uh, the, like the main city and yeah, up into the Bucharest, Bucharest, fucking bleak. But yeah, once you get into Trans- Transylvania, is fucking gorgeous. You, know, you can do all skiing, outdoor activities, yeah, beautiful you, mountains, you the can, Carpathian Mountains. I think when I was there, I looked it up, but I was like, it would cost less to fly all the way to Brajov and do a ski week there than it would to like do Vail or something yeah to do it in like Aspen or something like that so yeah. like I don't I mean I feel like they should lean it's, on that more it's beautiful but that's the thing is like it is I mean we went there in the winter time it is bleak and dreary even in like the ski areas it's just gray yeah and it's beautiful once the sky opens up if you get to that point but uh yeah it's a it's a cold sad place uh at least in the major city, which yeah. it was designed to, by the Soviets. Yeah. So it is just a very uninspired look. Brutalist. Yeah. Anyways, good for them. Yeah. yeah. More European news. Italian woman accidentally given six shots of COVID-19 vaccine. Just glowing Dr. Yeah. Manhattan. <laughs> I can do anything. Yeah. If I get the nurse, uh, I don't know how she fucked this up. But each vial has like six doses, and the nurse, the whole thing, yeah, the nurse is like, "Whoop! All right, here we go!" Ugh. And then yeah, she apparently realized her mistake immediately because she like she looked over to her she table, sucked the blood out. There was five other empty syringes next to the bottle. She's like, "Oh, yeah, oh." So um, yeah, they kept this lady overnight for observation. But it sounds like she's fine, and I'll, I'm superhuman, probably superhero now. Yeah. yeah. All right, cool. She's got so many microchips inside of her. <laughs> Bill Gates is like, I'm getting pinged. It's crazy. Yeah, this lady, it's like, just call her up when you're in an area with bad cell service. She's basically a walking, talking 5G tower. Now. Yeah, put her on top of a Humvee and drive her around so everyone has service. <laughs> yeah. yeah. More Italian news. Wild boars corner Italian woman at the supermarket and steal her groceries. <laughs> Look, a fucking a gang, a family, but it, it's a gang of boars. Hey, give me those groceries. Give me the fucking groceries. I lady. mean, I would too. They got tusks. They'll hurt. They're te- they will fuck you up. Yeah. Boars are scary animals. Yes. But uh, yeah, this lady, she's just like, And then go fine. inside and buy the cured meat of its relatives and eat it in front of them. I mean, yeah, that's really all you can do. I mean, as an Italian, you'd have to assume that there is some sort of uh, cured meat in that bag. That They're just they're just eating family members if they it go is, through that grocery it is bag. cannibalism. Yeah. Pretty fucked up. Yeah. We need to cancel these boars. That is not cool. These boars are done. They're done for. Yeah. Cat jumps from fifth floor of burning Chicago building, bounces once and runs away. Yeah, it's... I mean, I've seen videos of cats jumping out of buildings before, but this one, this is the craziest one I've ever seen. This cat looks like it's going to at least, you know, be a little bit injured. Maybe walk away with a limp. But it lands perfectly, just gracefully, and then it's like, all right, well, see you. Eight more lives, let's go. Yeah, it's... I I don't understand the physics of it at all. There's been tests done. I feel like we could look up some tests. Also, like the the video has 
I mean, five stories is a long way to fall. Yeah. But there is a bit of like kind of forced perspective in the video where it looks like it's way higher and then it zooms out and it's like, oh, like the, the fall's over like that. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it's still pretty miraculous. I mean, if a person... And it landed on grass it. too, so... Well, yeah. The grass broke the fall. Have you seen the uh, video of the guy jumping off the trampolines and landing and going, built different? But it's like, it's like 20 feet. So it's like not very impressive, but it's going around as if he's like the toughest guy in the world. He jumps off, it's trampoline stacked on top of each other and he jumps off and just goes, like his knees are supposed to blow out or something. He goes, yeah. built different. Just walks away. This is a TikTok. Shoo! I'm not going to do it again. <laughs> I yes, have, it's a TikTok. I, I deeply regret the last sheesh I did. The only mm. sheesh. No more sheeshes from me. Yeah. Speaking of cats, a thousand feral cats released onto Chicago streets to tackle the rat explosion. This is great. I mean, Disneyland this, does this. Yeah. Th- I mean, this is one of the most ancient human practices. The Egyptians were doing this shit 5,000 years ago. Mm-hmm. The first thing they did when the cat was domesticated is they just breed, they're, they're, they bred as many cats as possible. And pest control. In. Yeah. The city's, anytime a city gets overrun with vermin, you want cats. Yeah. If there were more cats around in Europe, 800 years ago or whatever, we wouldn't have had this bubonic plague problem. Yeah. They get the job done. They do. There's a, there's, I think there's an entire, like, an, uh, another Instagram account that's like Feral Cats of Disneyland. They're all named. Yeah. Like, people will, when, will see them and they'll, like, know their names and shit. And, yeah, they take care of any pest problem that Disneyland might have. And, uh, yeah, it's very effective. So, good for Chicago for thinking outside the box. Yeah. And final headline. Some animal news for you. California condors are very rare, but 10% of them are trashing this woman's house. It is coordinated. It is terrible. I fucking love this because, yeah, the story of the condors is fascinating. They, at one point in, like, the 70s, there was only 20 of them left alive in the entire region, Mm -hmm. in the world. They caught every single one of them, brought them to the San Diego Zoo, Mm -hmm. and did this crazy breeding program to bring them uh, back to a level where they could... uh, like that tortoise that created a whole generation of tortoises. Uh, yeah, it's just like Diego the sex tortoise. Yeah. But uh, yeah, they managed to get... The population's now like 200 or so. And they, it's, yeah, it's just like California, Arizona, and Mexico, just a small region. And um, yeah, 20 of them have picked this random woman's house in just like central California as their hangout spot during their annual migration. And they're, they're vultures, and they're, they're fucking... destroying everything. They're massive. Yeah. I, I didn't realize how big they are. They, adult uh, condors have a wingspan of nine feet. Insane. They're gigantic. And they eat roadkill, and they shit and puke, and it just... This lady's entire deck is trashed. There's It smells terrible. She's like, the poop that comes out of these things is like well, cement. It's, yeah, it's, it's like rotting meat, and yeah. then it just goes right through them. And, and she's, she's like... Every time I think about calling the cleaners or bringing out a power washer, What's they, the point? they come back. It's like, I'm not going to start cleaning this until they finally migrated, but it's been like two weeks and they're just staying here. They're there's got to be something. Deck. There's got to be like a, you put a, a speaker out there and play some music or something. The, the U.S. like uh, whatever agency handles, uh, you know, endangered species, like replied to this woman on Twitter and, and she's, they're just like, uh, I mean, you can spray them with a hose. You know, they're endangered, so don't fuck with them. But you can spray them with a hose. We'll allow it. Yeah. But she's just like, yeah, I spray them with the hose, and they come back 10 minutes later. They don't give a fuck. <sighs> she's going through hell. But it, it's, it's, so it's like an awful experience, but it's also, it's just like most people never see one of these fucking birds. She gets to see At all. all. She gets to see 
an entire flock of them up close and personal. I saw a vulture last week. It was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. They're crazy looking animals. I was like, oh, see, I've seen you on TV, bald head ass. Yeah. Uh, I was eating roadkill. And it Good. was, uh, I was, I was uh, driving to Ojai to check it out. And it was on the, on the way to Ojai. Just like cats serve a very important purpose. Uh, Their vul- cleanup crew. Vulture. The craziest fucking vulture fact is that the, uh, the old world vulture, the one on, in Europe and Asia, and the new world vulture, of which the California condor is a member, mm-hmm. not related. They both evolved completely independently to serve a specific purpose in their ecosystems, which is eating rotting meat that's been left out. Cool. So, like, literally both two completely isolated biomes produced the exact same animal just based on circumstances. That's great. It's fucking wild. Yeah. Anyways, thank you, humble condor and vulture. Yes. We, we, met, we love you, except but, for this lady. Yeah. This lady <laughs> hates She's you. She's allowed to. And you know what sucks? Next year's going to come around. It's going to be 40 of them. Hey, there's that place we stayed at last year. Yeah. She comes out and she waters us when it's too hot. Yeah. Ooh, feels good. <laughs> then I go fly around to dry off, come right back. <laughs> yep. Anyways, uh, that's it for today's episode. Uh, please watch our most recent episodes. We got a, an episode of News Dump about uh, A3H3 getting sued by Triller for $50 million. Uh, and also a recent episode of Tech News Day. So check both of those out. And we'll see you soon for more videos. We don't stop. Until next the week after next, we stop for a week. Yeah, then we're going on a little break. Hopefully, little hopefully nothing nothing happens. I'm sure everything will happen. Everything then. will happen. All the news will happen while we're gone. But something crazy will happen, and I'll be like, well, I'm in Florida, so I just saw something even crazier That's right true. outside the car window. Perspective. All right, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.